1: Welcome to episode 14, volume 5 of the Fantasy Formula, your only destination for all of your fantasy playoff advice and Las Vegas gambling needs. Excuse me, Hank, let me clear my throat as I announce to the world that I made the playoffs in all three of my leagues. Playoffs? Playoffs! Yes, all three, Hank. Division leader in one, squeaked into the last spot in one, and finished third third in another
0: okay yeah,
1: all right. hey very respectable thank you very much after last year's performance i needed to redeem myself i feel like i have by qualifying in all leagues hank how did you do buddy
0: well i've been peacocking a lot of the day with my chest out oh yes you know just really proud of myself back in the playoffs last year i didn't make it i walk in today into the fantasy formula <laughs> and i'm feeling pretty good about myself and you look at me and say, maybe I shouldn't be here because football is continuing to be played and I'm not in the playoffs. First of all, my friend, I'm in, okay? I know what that you're trying to do. I beat your brother out, okay? Right, I did. Right. And I played him twice, head-to-head. We have the same record. And the tiebreaker is head-to-head. Head-to-head matchups, yes. And I beat him twice. Now, the question is is does your brother know this? Okay, so this is going to be the big question. You you, you do or do not know if he does know this?
1: I do not know for sure. I know he seemed a little upset this morning when I entered the building at work today. So I could be a host Yeah, Who knows? So do you want to call him?
0: Uh, I don't think that that would be the best <laughs> to bring him on at this time because the oh. vocabulary that he would use True. would be bad. If we
1: warned him and told him he was on the air though, pre- prior to the conversation. Sure. Well, let's maybe at our at our break mid game today. You know, yeah. mid mid podcast. Maybe we'll get them on the horn and prepare them for it. But anyway,
0: we're both we're in. We're both in. We're Congratulations. Both in. I'm there. I was the third in my uh, division to mm-hmm. get in, and uh, which is a extremely tough division. We talked about yeah. this. You know, yeah. we pull out of hats, and you know, we try to determine our division uh, very scientifically by you know which Ooh, name comes hat. out of the hat. Yes. And uh, it always seems to happen where we have a very strong division mm-hmm. and then you have a very weak division, right? Some say. Some would say yeah. and you have won the weak division, <laughs> okay? And I wish I would have had it on on like voice recording how you said you would not want to face anybody <laughs> in our division. I was just trying Turning to make the you playoffs. feel better,
1: buddy, because you look so dejected after I told you that I didn't think you had made it to the uh, playoffs. I was trying to make you feel a little
0: better. I appreciate better. that.
1: But anyway, yeah, so I get a bye as division leader. I would get a bye next week, mm-hmm. which, you know, my team is a little banged up. So with the bye might help me, A.J. Green, another week to rest. Maybe he'll be back. Sure. Um, and so anyway, in our other side for your bracket, C.J., he holds that division lead. So he had a quite the year.
0: He did have quite the. He's the
1: juggernaut of a team. He does. Le'Veon Bell and David Johnson. Yep. I think a Lamar Miller, a Ben Roethlisberger, a Julian Edelman. He's pretty loaded up. He's got a lot of good things. So going anyway, on it'll there. be a slight upset if anybody beats him. But you know what? That's what's great about the playoffs, Hank. Anything can happen. Anything will happen. Yes, anything will happen. So, bud, um, changing tunes real quick. Went to this thing called the Jingle Bell Bash last a lot of night. Fun. Yeah. So it's a fundraiser for the art council salt block here in hickory you know raising money for the arts so it was held at the country club saw a lot of christmas sweaters santa hats Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. food vendors from all the fine restaurants in hickory set up at the club and you get to try all their wares and they bring out the best of the best kind of food so it's awesome three open bars open bars yeah silent auction silent auction items beautiful art yoga lessons you know Tap dancing lessons. If you want to sign up for it,
0: hey, sports memorabilia. Sports
1: memorabilia, lots of it. Yeah, saw so a couple. Uh, was the there anyway? A lot of interesting items. And then when you purchase your ticket, and the ticket is rather expensive. It's not a cheap ticket. Right. You get entered into this drawing. For $15,000.
0: A drawdown.
1: Drawdown, yes, a drawdown. So what it is, were you you're given a number when you walk in, and when you walk into the dining room at the country club, there's this huge screen that's got one through 500 numbers. As your name or a number is drawn out of a hat, it is eliminated from the wall. When you're watching all this go on in front of you, it's pretty cool, yeah. pretty interesting stuff. So. Starts at five thirty. Jennifer and I get there, meet some other friends, have her eat, do her eating, do her drinking, and then we go watch the pulling name. So we make it first hundred, we're clear. Second hundred, we're clear. Oh whoa! Third hundred, we're clear. Yeah, we, we're here buddy. two and a half hours. Our name is not drawn. We get to the final hundred, about seventy three. We're not clear anymore. <laughs> However, one of our buddies, we didn't even show up. Didn't even show up to the thing. I get a call about 9 o'clock at night. He was like, dude, you're not going to believe this. They just called me from the event. I made it to the Final Four. Oh. I was like, you're kidding me. What are you going to do? He said, I've called them and asked them if, hey, let's maybe the Final Four, let's just split. So we'll all come out a winner. And he talked him into doing it. So he walked last night with five grand. Oh, beautiful. And our friend... Russell Coley. Oh, man. <laughs> yes, that dude went. I mean, he's the luckiest dude in the world. Well, anyway, all the money went to a great cause. It was a wonderful evening. You know, good times. Had by all and raised a ton of money. So congratulations, congratulations. to the Arts Council, the Salt Block, all those folks. Congratulations to Mr. Coley. Absolutely. Christmas is going to be a little bit merrier at his house this year. Sure. Yes, for sir. sure. So, Hank, last weekend was the world-renowned Chili Cotillion, Right. Yep, which you actually are a sponsor of, and I was able to attend for an hour or two had a great great time, got there early, saw some folks I had to get out of there before four to go to a basketball game. but tell me how the rest of the the evening or the day went. did you stay stick around for a long time?
0: I was the last person to step off that property are you serious? I was That's like a last, couple years in a row for you the last right? person Good well goodness. you know as as uh, so the way that this party is is done, you know hosts have been doing it for thirty years this thirtieth anniversary, and when one of the hosts come comes off they bring in a new host okay and i'm the youngest or the newest one Mm -hmm. not the youngest one of the newest ones and so the guys that have been doing it 20 25 30 years you know they've been grinding at this event forever, so you, you you know you've got to be the one that empties the trash. You got to be the one yes. now. Don't act you know don't start saying oh poor Hank because you do it and <laughs> it's a fun event, right? Right. But you you have to take your lumps a little bit and you let those guys enjoy the evening sure. and walk out at seven p.m. after a total day of fun. Mm. And you make sure I'll make sure this place doesn't catch on fire, right? <laughs> right. <clears throat> because we do have fires out there. We have a band. We have chili that we make the night before, which was incredible. I'm sure you didn't have any. I
1: did not taste it, but someone said there were ghost peppers in this chili. It wasn't in it. You could place some in it, okay? I think someone placed in one of our buddies chilies they he didn't know that it was in there and for half an hour this dude was in bad shape (laughs) real bad shape. ghost peppers will bang you
0: up man oh boy they Mm. will bang you up so um you know we make chili and that's always a a a great thing um we've got a boat a john boat full of beer Mm -hmm. and um so you know it's it was a little cool which is great that's the way you want it we've got um, generators running lights, we've got portage johns You've got
1: TVs out there for the college, pl- uh, the championship games as well.
0: We do. Yeah, we do. Awesome. So, you know, I got out there at about 10.30. Okay? Got out there about 10.30, and we, mm. you know, have a night before because we make the chili together, and that's usually a night of, of fun mm-hmm. as well. Yes. And so, uh, the day starts, The people start showing up about 2 o'clock. So, from 10.30 to 2, we're setting up but we're also starting to have
1: a little Having bit of little fun. Time. We're have shooting skeet.
0: Yes. We're doing fun stuff like that. Well, about 7, let's just fast forward to about 7 o'clock. We start to see people leave. Now, you see the people that are grinding out there. They're yeah. like, we're, we're here to party. We're committed. Yes. We're here to party. And they're huddled by the fire because it's starting to get cold. Well, the band quits about 7.30. So when the band quits, that's usually when everybody's like, all right, we're kind of ready to go. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody starts packing up and leaving and starts walking out. Well, this sound guy, who I don't know who he was, he takes his sweet time, <laughs> okay? So we're putting out this fire. We're dumping water all over. We're getting all this done. We're done at about, I'd say about seven fifty, eight o'clock. And
1: you're probably ready to get home by oh, this time. Oh, you're ready You've to been get there home. since 10.30. You're
0: yeah. ready to go home. Yeah. So he needs the generators on which he does not you know which were you know one of the hosts right He needs that on so he can see to put his equipment back in. Well it takes him about 50 minutes to pack his stuff up, right? Yikes. So me and our good friends good friend Mr. Hines were out there and he's furious. <laughs> he's just livid, sure. right? It's getting mm-hmm. close to his bedtime. So I want to try to make it a game. I'm like, we will not finish all the beer in this cooler before this guy gets done. He was so mad. He was like, I don't even want to wait. Give me a beer. <laughs> so we ended up waiting until he got done, shut off the generator, made sure everything was right, emptied the trash. And that way we walked out the next morning at about nine thirty, ten. 10. All the trash was done. It was raining. Makes it, oh, yeah. uh, it makes it oh, so much easier. Oh, so um, it was an awesome event. We had, you know, over... 300 350 people there oh yeah and uh always a lot of fun yes you know it's you know good w- who don't want to sit outside drink beer eat chili and listen to a good band yes.
1: and watch a little football talk with your friends it's a fantastic weekend and hickory something we should be proud of hank thank you for being a host of it buddy yes sir um i had to leave and because i had to coach two basketball games last weekend and so i wanted to tell you let me ask you your opinion okay we well, had yeah, sometimes I ask your opinion on events that happened in my life Sure, you do the same for me so I like to coach. We talk about coaching here on this show, and I've coached my daughters in soccer, and now it's basketball season, so I'm coaching my youngest daughter. But and I've coached my oldest daughter basketball for four years, but I thought, man, it's time for somebody. She moved up a level. It's time for her to move on to she another. Got to listen coaching. to somebody else. Exactly, it's time. And so I go to every practice. I don't miss them, you know. And I, you know, I'm there to support my daughter and the coach. So she's a young girl. She's wonderful. A lot of enthusiasm. She's actually a basketball player for a university. Might be LR. I'm not somewhere around here. right? And she donates her time. Current basketball player. Current basketball player. So real young, real passionate, loves the game. So they had a couple practices, and I've coached this team of girls. I've coached for three years. I know their ins, their outs, their intricacies, what motivates and what doesn't motivate them. And the coach is great, but I think the coach thinks maybe – They know, but they know basketball. But they don't know offensive plays. She just says, "Go out there, go go out there and play," which is cool. That's her strategy. Well, they got walloped thirty to four, right? And so a couple of the parents were like, "Mind asking the coach if there's a plan? If she's got a plan?" Uh oh. And we've talked about this before. I don't want any parent coming up to me when I'm coaching and say, "Yeah, you got a plan." So I was like, "You know what?" I'm not going to do that. This is her team. She'll figure out what she wants to do with them because the girls love her. It's just, uh, they just got trounced the first game. Right. So the parents are upset, with it, whatever. So, second game comes around. Well, this one's 40 to 6. Okay. 46. No biggie. However, the coach decides that she can't, she has to move back to Florida. There's something come up, so she's not going to be able to coach the girls anymore. So now the Folks have asked me to jump in and fill the spot. Right, right? I think I'm going to do it, Hank. Right, I'm going to do it. I I, should have probably, anyway. Long story short, I'm going to commit to doing it. Um, But I'm bringing my philosophy to the table. You know what I'm saying? She's moving on, bringing my philosophy back to the table. And if we turn this thing around, if we we turn this thing around, Hank, Coach of the Year status, maybe Coach of the Century.
0: At the beginning of this, you asked for my opinion. Yeah. I don't see where that question okay, I, I, was. I, I was where, okay, where's was the
1: question? Just, there is no question. I was just going to tip. Well, the one question was, should I have listened to the parents after the first game to go ask the coach, do you have a plan? What? can we've talked about this before. I said no. What Absolutely would you Absolutely not. Never. Listen,
0: first of all, if somebody has a problem with the coach, a parent sitting in the seat, go over there and ask the question. Right. You go ahead and ask the question. I. Why do you need me to go over there and ask the question? You do it. Sure. Right? Second of all, is this person is committing their self and their time? Yes, right. If I, I would never question somebody else unless they're a hit in a kid <laughs> yes. or you know yeah. something else. They're giving their time, absolutely. And if you want to coach,
1: come be the yeah. guy. You take the whistle and go. Come yes. on, dude. Absolutely. But
0: I, I absolutely would not have gone over there. And you know, if you want it to the parent, go over there and talk to him. Sure. Now, the idea that this girl is going to quit. I hate that for her because it's probably, you know, something, something serious serious has come
1: up. She has to move back down to Florida, I believe. So it's something serious. Yeah.
0: So, you know, the idea that you're going to take this team, which will be a second team, which is, you know, you're there anyway at practice, but you know, it's going to be a commitment for you, but let's get down to brass tacks here. We're talking about nine year old girls or 12 year old girls that you're talking about (laughs) coach of the year for now. What's the team name? (laughs) They're the Wolf Pack, Oh, the Wolf Pack. <laughs> They're the okay. Wolf So yes. if the Wolf Pack win the championship, yes. Okay, which will never happen, <laughs> no. so if they win the championship, <laughs> Chad gets coach of the year in 11-year-old girls' Bantam uh, uh, rec league basketball. does like sound.
1: it sound <laughs> <laughs> wonderful? Like the sound of that. Ding, ding, ding.
0: Oh, you know hey. what we may need to do? We may need to get you on the couch over here and reevaluate your life, young man.
1: I have been told I need some therapy. There is no doubt about it, There's Hank. No there doubt is about no it. doubt about it. I spend
0: mind. an hour a week with you, and I know that you need it.
1: <laughs> uh, well, thank you for helping me uh, solve that small issue I had about coaching, and uh, I thank you for all your input, Hank. Before we move on to the fantasy football stuff, There's a vacation coming up,
0: Mm.
1: and I think it's within 24 hours, right? You will be departing Hickory, North Carolina, to Charlotte, Mm -hmm. North Carolina, to board a plane to fly to (laughs) (laughs) wonderful, wonderful Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us a little bit about your vacation, because now it's upon us. I mean, we talked about it a couple weeks ago, but now it's here. It is here. How are we feeling?
0: Oh, my gosh. Okay, so, you know. Saturday's a tough day for your body. Mm-hmm. Like chili can tell. It's a tough day for your body. Certainly. So, I had to pull the neutral, you know, pull the engines back, get it back to neutral, get my body right cuz my liver knows what's getting ready to happen. All right. So, we are going to Playa <laughs> Mueres, I think. I, mm-hmm. I I've know. heard of it. I've heard of it. Okay. Muertes. Yep, and mm-hmm. it is south of Cancun. Yes. And there's going to be seven couples. See, Okay, see, yes. see, C, C. And uh, we're really good friends. And the good thing is we could be in Conover for all we care. Mm, right. But we're going to have beautiful weather. We're going to have probably ice cold drinks. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to have the ability to sit by a pool or a beach. Yes. And the best part of this whole thing is, is one of our good friends, she stepped to all the girls and said, look – Hmm. you're not going to see me before 10 (laughs) a.m. Don't invite me to a yoga class. (laughs) Don't invite me to walk on the beach. Right. Got it? Sure. Got it. So it's going to be great. But Hmm. I got to tell you, I'm going with some idiots, just some Neanderthals. And I can't wait. (laughs) I can't wait. So we are leaving tomorrow at 6 a.m. The only reason is... Is we don't want to be late for that flight.
1: Uh, yes. And you know don't what? This,
0: is, this is a great question for you. Yes, sir. We have a flight tomorrow at 940. Uh-huh. 940. 940. We know what 85 is all about, traveling to 85. Nobody wants to get caught in that traffic and can have them whenever. If you're trying to go through that gauntlet around 8, 730 to 9 is not good. It's not a good time. So we said we're going to leave around 615. Okay. Um, and probably half the couples, maybe more than that, maybe five out of the seven have said, we're going to leave about 6:15, six, 15, six, six, 15. Right. feel real comfortable about getting in, getting there. Sure. Ample no. time. Ample time. There are two couples that have said, we are not leaving before seven. No. <laughs> <laughs> now they hold their life in their hand and their right. vacation. I'm not going to suffer if they don't hit the plane.
1: Absolutely Right. Not. I'm not going to. That's their own little red wagon. If they decide they want to travel or leave their home at around 7 o'clock, that's a huge risk they're taking. <laughs>
0: huge.
1: I don't even want to know who these couples are, but let me tell you a little story. One of the dudes that I vac- vacation with is going on a trip, your trip. We went to Martha's Vineyard, mm-hmm. and he told everybody. He was like, dude, the traffic in the morning is terrible. We need to leave at 6 30. Well, the girls didn't listen to him, right? And so we left at 7.30. We got caught in traffic. We made the plane by a minute. Dude, uh, he got literally. We had three cars back following each other. We had to get up on curbs and stuff and bypass traffic because we were going to miss the damn plane. So anyway, his name is Mister Banks, and he will be prompt. I promise you. Six a.m. You. A. He's he leaving Yes, exactly. 6 a.m. He will be there earlier than anybody else. He's but, leaving at six a.m. Man, I would suggest yeah, y'all need to make sh- get on that get on the horn with those other two couples and say, hey, dude. Okay, it's there. that's, you're right. that's not, their issue. We've that's already had issue. this discussion. It's sure, terrible. True. So
0: my question to you is, would you take that risk? It's 45 minutes. Would you take the risk?
1: No, I'm, not take the, I'm leaving at 6 o'clock. Like my, I'm not going to risk anything messing up my trip. There ain't no way.
0: Do you know what they're going to be doing when they're running up to the gate? I'm going to
1: be yep, <laughs> my sipping. bloody man. Yes, and absolutely. I'm going to be putting
0: it in the trash and be like, where y'all been?
1: Yeah. You've already missed out on an hour of fun. Right. While y'all are scampering around, your heart you're almost having a heart attack trying to get here. Ridiculous. That's how you start a vacation, Hank. No, and I'm going to start a vacation <laughs> tomorrow. Yes, sir. And before we get off this vacation subject, I talked to your wife a little bit on Friday night. I was like, you know, what do y'all like to do on vacation? And she said, well, what do you like to do? I said, well, this is what we normally do. We don't get up early, just like you've explained. I like to read, Hank. So what I'll do is I'll find a little... Place on the beach, little umbrella. My uh, bartender, when we were in Mexico last uh, year, was named Fernando. Mm-hmm. And so Fernando would meet me on the playa, the playa <laughs> or whatever, under my umbrella, and he'd have one tequila shot, one pina colada, and one cold beer. What and time is this? <laughs> this is 1030 in the morning, okay. and I would go, I wouldn't even eat breakfast or anything. I would just wake up, jump in the pool, then travel to my little umbrella, playa. my playa, <laughs> wherever, and... Fernando would always be there waiting, and so I would sit there and read, and he would come back every thirty minutes, you know, and it was fantastic. Would he come back with three? I'd ask Roger. That's who we vacation with. I probably would drink about ten tequila shots a day. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, anytime I walk by a bar, tequila, please, and that's how the day would go. But we read a lot, we listen to music, we don't really don't do anything. It's awesome. Yeah, is that kind of like how y'all do it? I
0: mean, you know, the the thing is, is I don't want, uh, you know. The good thing about going with a big group that you're really good friends with is you can say, Listen, you want to go zip lining? Have at it. Have a great you want to go swim with the whale sharks? Mm-hmm. G- g- by all means, go do it. Maybe mm-hmm. I do it. Maybe I don't. I don't know. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, is I'm going to have fun mm-hmm. and I might do it. By myself, I might do it with seven <laughs> other couples. I'm not sure, right. but it's going to be uh, it's going to be a lot of
1: fun. Oh man, I'm very envious. Have a great time, drink a pina colada, and tell Fernando I said hello. I will. And last but not least, Hank, holiday parties. This holiday party scene here in Hickory, North Carolina, they're all kicking into gear. Mm-hmm. Is there one that you you know typically there's they're traditional, meaning one person will have it and you go back every year, right? Is there one that stands out in your mind that it's the go-to holiday party for you? It doesn't have to be the biggest nor the smallest. It just feels good when you get there.
0: Do you have well, one in mind? Yeah, well, I, for me, it's Chili cotillion because yes, it's when perfect. it's cold, right? Perfect, and it's, it kind of feels like it. So that's my the one that I kind of like. The one that we've, we've gone to over the last few years that I kind of like is the— uh, the, the boys' Christmas party yeah. that we have on the 15th or the 16th. One. And um, it's a good one because, you know, you know, we live in a small town and we don't get to see each other all that often. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some of us might see each other more than others, but out of the 30 to 40 guys that show up, there's probably 15 that I haven't seen in six, eight, 10 months.
1: Yeah, you'll see them. Sometime, Maybe just at this party. Right. That'll be the only time you see them all year. Sure. Right.
0: So that, that's one that is always uh,
1: seems to be a good time. How about you? Well, I'm going to play a little song. Mm-mm. And this kind of will sum up the party that I really, really love the most. Just bear with me, Hank.
0: It's a long intro.
1: <laughs> Have you ever heard this song? This is uh it's called Same, Same Old Lang Syne by Dan Fogelberg. Wait till mm-hmm. it kicks in, you'll you'll recognize it. Song ever at a grocery Star. You know this song? I do know this song. Alright, so this song is about Christmas Eve, new Christmas Eve, seeing an old girlfriend, and they start talking. Well About I like to sing. And when we go to parties and stuff, when I'm around people, I'm either dancing or singing. That's primarily where you'll find me. And there's a lady or a girl that I went to high school with. Her name is Leslie Middleton. Mm -hmm. And she likes to sing and dance just like me. So anytime we're at a party, that's what we do. Well, about four years ago, that song came on. And I didn't think... Anybody knew that song. So I would start to sing it. Well, guess what? She knew every word. So she said, why don't we create a very small holiday get-together based on that song? Wow! Yes, so it's very specific. That song created a a, a Christmas tradition for us, and so it's only four or five couples we meet, and it's not a long party. It might be an hour and a half or two hours. We to get we're together. We meet at her house. She has some horse dervies, and everybody brings a little bit of horse (laughs) dervies. Bring a little bit of booze, and then we play music. And the song we listen to before we leave is this song, and then we all get together and and we sing it. And then we travel, we travel on. There might be other parties we got to go to, but at least we get together for like that hour. What a specific is that like, party! That is nice. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that is pretty. Cool. Uh, so I love all the parties we go to, but this one just stands out in my mind. Yeah. So,
0: anyway. You know, you know, the other thing I've got two traditions for Christmas Eve too is I have <clears throat> two buddies of mine that ever since uh, college, we've been getting together Christmas Eve between 7 and 6.30 and 8. Oh, cool. What do you do? I just go, and it's individual. Yeah. Go to one house and have just a drink, Mm -hmm. say hello. Yep. Stay there for 30 minutes, and then I usually have to go to the other guy's house and do the exact same thing. We've been doing it. One of them, I've been doing it since like high school late high school and then um the other one was just a few years so you know it is kind of funny i didn't even think of it until you started saying it it's like that is a tradition and it's a small party obviously party of two um but it's a lot of fun too
1: yes it's just something that you look forward to every year you know you can depend on that happening right it's gonna happen so yes all right buddy well wow we have shot the ball a lot so it hasn't left us, left, left us much football time but let's dive right in yes so the playoffs are upon us Hank um this is an exciting time anything can happen this is when you really want to put your best foot forward because typically this is when the money is won and the championship belt can be put around your waist these right. next three weeks let's start with our first game it is a Thursday Wow this is a good game to start off too. Oakland at Kansas City, both teams on fire. Hank, before we move to this, now you're on. Talk speaking about on fire. What was your record last week against the spread? Eight and two. Eight and two. I hope these fantasy fanatics are taking some of this knowledge you're dropping on them and taking it to the cashier's window. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully they are listening. It's getting ready to be 0-15 because <laughs> you just said that. It probably will be. But let's see what Hank likes here first. Oakland at Kansas City. Kansas City a three-and-a-half point favorite, total 46.
0: Have you seen that dude, Howard, on Kansas City's defense, what he's doing? He no. is. He is wrecking sh- He is everywhere. He's a defensive end for him. He is everywhere. Is that Houston? Yeah. Who? Houston. I'm Houston, sorry. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Houston, yes. I know who you're talking not our, about not Houston. Yeah, he is everywhere. Yeah, he's a and he's just disrupting it all. And it's fun to watch him play. But Oakland is just playing, man. They are playing and they're playing well. And it looks like they're kind of getting everybody involved. I'm not going to bet against them. It's a three and a half spread. I'll buy the hook down to three, but I'm going to take Oakland.
1: All right, buddy, if you and actually Oakland is the dog Hank, so if you if it's three and a half oh, yeah. yeah, you don't even really even mess you don't with need it. Mess you're at it. Three and a half, you're good right there. And I'm kinda with you. It's hard to buck Oakland right now, but Kansas City seems just as hot to me. You know, yeah, they're, they're pretty both good. teams are on fire. This is a huge game for both teams. I'm going to agree with you because of that little hook. If I, I, I like Kansas City to win by three, but because it's three and a half, I'm going to lean Oakland here at three and a half. And both offenses are spectacular right now. Let's go over the total 46 fantasy purposes. Travis Kelsey, the tight end for Kansas City is blowing stuff up. The dude is, yeah, is. balling. And man, on the other side, Oakland, Latavius Murray. He's starting to, he's showing some consistency. Yeah, he is. He's starting to get a hang of it back there. Must start, flex position, or even RB2. So Travis Kelsey for Kansas City, Latavius Murray for Oakland, must starts, as well as Amari Cooper and some of these other guys. All right, buddy. Next game, Sunday kick, Denver at Tennessee. Tennessee, uh, or I'm sorry, for Denver, Trevor Simeon still questionable. You saw Paxton Lynch serve as the Denver quarterback last week to 109 yards total. He um, still won. They won, but it won because of uh, Paxton Lynch. I can guarantee you that. Um, Tennessee at home. Lines a little surprising here. Tennessee. Favorite at home, minus one, total
0: 43.5. I like Tennessee in this game. Tennessee's coming off a bye, right? Didn't Went they have the bye. bye this yes, week? Sir. Um, and I think, you know, they got a great running game, and I do not think Denver with Lynch, if he's back there, is going to be able to pull out a win. So I like Tennessee.
1: I'm with you completely, buddy. I want to lean, I like the under a little bit more than the line itself, a little bit of 43.5 action under the total, but I'll take Tennessee at home, minus one. Mariota. Would you start Mariota as your fantasy football quarterback this week? Let's say if your other option was a Cam Newton who is struggling mightily, Cam Mariota, who would you start?
0: Ah, man, the only reason I'd say Cam right now is because they're playing San Diego at home. Yeah, Mariota is going against that tough Denver D. So I mean, you know, the matchup's not good, but yeah, good point.
1: Absolutely, Um, Rashard Matthews. He is the wide receiver for Tennessee. Before his his buy last week, he has touchdowns in three straight games. If you, get, I'm sure he's not available on your waiver, but if you've got him and need to fill a flex spot, put him in. I think that he could have possibly a good game in the slot against this Denver D. Let's take Tennessee minus the one and under 43 and a half. Next up, next up, uh, Hank just mentioned the Carolina Panthers after their dreadful performance on Gosh. Sunday Night Football against the Seahawks. You could see that one coming a mile away. I know you liked Carolina last week. We talked about it in here, but you I could just see that one setting up to be a bloodbath and boy.
0: Golly.
1: Did you stay up and watch that whole
0: yes, and that was one of the you know, one of the two that I lost, but I mean they it just was not working. It was not working, but Seattle's D was sick as usual.
1: Yeah, when Seattle's entire defense is together, when they don't have anybody hurt, and they're playing at home, I feel like they're um, to me they're unbeatable. Now, I don't know if you heard, but Earl Thomas, that's their safety, all Mm. world safety. He's out for the rest of the year, fractured leg. Right, that's going to do some damage to Seattle's defense. And the only reason I say that when you see Seattle's totals the next couple weeks. Take them over. If they're on the road, take Seattle's totals over, okay? Because of this defensive guy, their stud out for the year. San Diego against Carolina in this matchup, however, Carolina opened as a three-point favorite at home because of their performance. It's been bet down all the way to Carolina just minus one, total 48-and-a-half.
0: Can they play any worse than they did this
1: past week? No, I, you're right. I don't think so.
0: I mean, they've still got talent on their team. And that's what I hate about it. I mean, San Diego going to play well, and unfortunately, I want to take San Diego coming in because they. they I feel like Carolina going to be shell shocked after that game, and you know, Seattle's a great defense. I mean, it's not just their the Sherman's of the world. You know, in the backfield, it is uh, Bennett is yeah. a nightmare. The whole defense. Is- Did you see his jersey and his uh, pads? He tucked Uh his. He looked like he was wearing a tank top. He did. He tucked (laughs) his shirt under his pads, and they came to like
1: mid shoulder. And uh,
0: he was a mess in there. So I'm going to take San Diego coming to uh, Charlotte and winning.
1: It's a North Carolina reunion for one Phillip Rivers as those Chargers come here, and I think he's going to want to put an exclamation point on this visit home. San Diego in a big way against these Carolina Panthers. I see San Diego winning by two touchdowns. I'm going over the total 48-and-a-half.
0: Hey, so we're talking about a
1: tie that he he did not start because he did not wear a tie, correct, Cam Newton? That's the report. He said he had a turtleneck, and a tie doesn't go with a turtleneck. Of course it doesn't. You know, but I wonder— If he would have put the tie on over the turtleneck, you know, if he was still, I mean, then he would have a tie on and he may have avoided any of this. I think he didn't want to put a tie on because, you know, he's very fashionable. Yeah. And so he was like, I'm not wearing a tie over my turtleneck. And Coach Riviera or whatever said, you're going to be wearing a tie. He's like, I ain't wearing a tie. I got a turtleneck. So thus the benching. Yeah,
0: and which is, it's, it's like they're little kids. Right, come on. You know, on. just put the tie on. Put the tie on, we, dude. We pay you millions of dollars. Just put the tie on. It's ridiculous.
1: Just another reason or excuse. It, that's, la, before last year, I didn't like Cam. Then he becomes a success story. Everybody likes him. Now they're losing. He's back to, I just, I can't put my finger on it, Hank. Yeah. What's wrong with this dude?
0: Yeah, I think, I and I think we talked about earlier in the year. He's just not a good loser. He has never lost anywhere he has ever been. Never. Right. right. He's always won. He doesn't know how to lose, and he's proven it to me because, I mean, he's just—everything's a
1: distraction. I know, but you're a leader. You get paid millions. You've got to— Keekley's a leader. Yeah. Thomas Davis is he's a, a leader. leader. Right. Cam is not a leader. No. Yep. Yeah. All right, buddy. Next up, Houston at Indianapolis. Indianapolis coming off the Monday thrashing of the Jets. Andrew Luck, four touchdowns. It was awesome. And Dwayne Allen tied in three touchdowns. He had a great performance. They're playing host to the Houston Texans. This is a big game in their division. All three tie- teams, Tennessee, Houston, and Indianapolis, are tied for the lead. Indianapolis minus the six, total 47.
0: I think they come back out and – play well and win um i like it that it's six and not seven Mm -hmm. and so i'm going to take indianapolis
1: i like indianapolis too brock osweiler has proven again that he can't get the job done they're on the road it's a huge game indianapolis offense is rolling right now let's take indianapolis minus the six but i'm going to lean under the 47 i don't think houston can score Next up, Cincinnati at Cleveland. Cleveland. All right, this one we we'll keep our eyes on simply because why? Yeah, because I've got AJ Green on my team, and they're saying he's going to be out for at least this game. Rest, 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 rest. Get back in next week when I need you.
0: You that, lose. Oh, you're on buy. Yeah, I get a bye, See, So you're good. That's what
1: division leader. The division went champions. Get hey eh? Hank. You work hard through the regular season <laughs> to get that bye, Hank. Eh? You know what I'm saying, Hank? Hey, Don't hang, look hey, at me like that. Don't hang, you look at working, me like that? Just, like a little train. I just keep chugging along. You're Get little that back. <laughs> little train wreck. <laughs> uh Cincinnati on the road at Cleveland. Cincinnati is a six point favorite on the road total, 43 and a half.
0: I cannot bet on Cleveland. We've gone over and over and it's there's they're screaming for the first pick. Right. Yeah. They are rushing towards it. I'm gonna take Cincinnati in the points.
1: Would this not be a trip if RG three walked out there? Because you know, he can he can physically play. Cleveland is out of quarterbacks, dude. With Cody Kessler, they say is probable to start, but he's been concussed like the last three games he's been in. It's one little hit. They don't have, they don't have another quarterback. Pryor. I'd
0: put Pryor yeah, in. Maybe Pryor. Throw to himself, maybe. <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> Throw to himself. You talk about fantasy gold. If Pryor got into that quarterback slot, we're talking about big. big numbers. Big numbers, yes. Anybody stand out here fantasy watch for you? I'm, Absolutely this, not. This is not good. Andy Dalton did have a good game last week for Cincinnati, but who was he? They're gonna be to? up. He won't have to throw the ball. That's true. That's true. Who does Eifert. 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 Yeah. Yes. Tyler and Tyler Eifert. Boyd is on that team too. He's getting a little run. So yeah, you can't bet bet on the Browns. You gotta go with the Bengals here. Bengals minus the six, and I'm only under forty three oh actually maybe over eighteen pick sixes in this game. <laughs> <laughs> We'll go over forty-three and a half. Next up, Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Pittsburgh, a one and a half point favorite on the road. Total forty-seven. LaShawn McCoy for Buffalo. Fantasy numbers here is putting up ungodly amounts of numbers. And your number one pick, Hank Antonio Brown, continues to get it done. Who are you liking this match?
0: Uh, I love Pittsburgh. Le'Veon Bell cannot be stopped. Oh, wow, he cannot be stopped. Ben Roethlisberger has Brown out there. I mean, if Le'Veon Bell is starting to run his back out, I mean, he's been running well, but they can't stop him. It, they were talking to me that he does not have a play from scrimmage where he has negative yardage all year. Le'Veon Bell? Le'Veon Bell. Unbelievable. A, a rushing play. He does not have negative yardage. I think they said it in the last game, mm, which is said. unbelievable.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. You know, he's averaging 100. I think it's 180 yards per game per, from scrimmage. Not all rushing yards because he ca- he catches eight
0: balls a damn game. They said he can run routes as well as the receivers. Yes. Like His route running is incredible.
1: He's a wonderful player. Pittsburgh's glad they have him. I got to like Pittsburgh in this spot, too. Pittsburgh minus one and a half on the road, and I'm going to lean over the 47 total. <laughs> After this, Hank, Arizona travels to Miami, Arizona. Finally, Carson Palmer shows up for all you guys who started him as your fantasy quarterback last week. Um, You could have easily benched him the way he's been performing over the last month, but he comes back out of the box, ch- throws up three touchdowns, a good performance. They're on the road at Miami. Um, Anything good, I'll give you the line here. Miami's a minus one-and-a-half-point favorite at home, Hank, 44. Jay Ajayi, we're still leaning on him as a fantasy RB1. Mm-hmm. And on the other side of Arizona, David Johnson, everybody, I mean, he might be the best player in the whole league, him and Le'Veon Bell running back-wise unreal uh you see fireworks in this game that vegas got the number set at 44 total You see this going over
0: i think it's going to go over and i think miami wins it whoa yes you know i know arizona arizona played well last week but i still like miami at home and uh jay ajayi is playing pretty well if they can get those receivers yeah to get the ball in their hands i think they'll be tough
1: yeah i like miami at home too uh that win from arizona i think it was a fluke dude they're not that good this year just they remind me of the Panthers you know huge season last season this year back down to Earth I'm taking Miami minus the one and I'm gonna go Hanks going over I'm leaning under the 43 and a half. Next up, Chicago at Detroit. Detroit, man, they're hot. They took down the Saints last weekend in a a great, great game. This week, they've got those Chicago Bears coming to town. Detroit, minus eight total, 44.
0: Talk about six pick sixes. Barkley will <laughs> yes. have four in this game. They are, they're not going to come close to beating Detroit. Eight is a low number.
1: Yes, it is. Did you see – so Marvin Jones, the wide receiver for Detroit, was out last week. He's having some thigh issues. So Stafford decides to go another direction and – Goes to Golden Tate like 10 times, which was great. Golden Tate broke off a huge run. The thing that was interesting to me, though, Theo Riddick, right? He only got four carries last weekend. They had this dude named Zinner, Zinner, Zyle Zinner, and a dude named Dwayne Washington in there running the ball. But Dwayne Washington's out with an ankle. The Zinner dude, you can't depend on this guy to run the rock think they give Theo Riddick a little bit more run next week? I think they
0: kind of have to. They have to be somewhat balanced. Anymore in the NFL, you can't be completely unbalanced. Right. So they're going to have to use them some. But, I mean, I don't think you need to do much anything to beat Chicago.
1: (laughs) I did hear Alshon Jeffrey. All their wide receivers are healthy. And get Alshon Jeffrey back this week or is it next week?
0: Mm, I thought it was four weeks.
1: Yeah, so maybe it's the following week. I think it might be this week, Hank. Um, But anyway – I'm leaning over here because of that reason. I'm Gosh. leaning over the total. Lions are going to score against this Bears D, and the Bears might be able to put some points up with Barkley slinging it all over the field to these uh, wide receivers. What do you think, Hank? I no don't way? think so. No, you don't believe I think so? you are on something. Mm-hmm. I wish I was. I'm going Detroit minus the eight over 44. Hank's going Detroit minus the eight under. Minnesota at Jacksonville coming at you next, buddy. Jacksonville, probably the second worst team in the league, is a three and a half point dog at home. Minnesota needs this win badly. Total 40.
0: Jacksonville's terrible. <laughs> terrible. I mean,
1: we'll look at Blake Bortle's stats from last week. Keep going. We'll see what it is. Okay,
0: so I saw him throw just a gross interception. Yeah. And they let Denver with no offense beat him by 10. Yes. So there is no way I'm going to take them. I'm going to go with Minnesota because their offense isn't great, but their defense
1: is sick. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. And Jaguars, that game was at home. Yes, here's Blake Bortles' numbers. 19 for 42, 181, two picks. Well, he threw it a lot. (sighs) To the other team. This dude sucks. Yeah, you got to go. You can't take Jacksonville in any game moving forward. Let's go Minnesota minus the three and a half. We'll go under the total 40. Next up, New Orleans. This is a 425 kick. New Orleans at Tampa Bay. You know, this game, Tampa Bay has won four straight. They're kind of on a semi-roll here, Hank. At home, they're a three-point favorite, total 51. You see a shootout in this contest? I think they
0: are going to put up some points. You know, last week, Drew Brees was completely eliminated from fantasy. Yeah. Completely. He put up very small numbers. Three picks. Yeah. yeah. I got
1: his numbers right here, too. Um, He put up... Ten fantasy points. And his... His number, oh, I hate to get three hundred yards, but yeah, three picks and terrible spots too. Three twenty six, three picks, thirty one for forty four.
0: Not good. And you know what happens when he has a bad game like that? What's he that? comes back and freaks out, right? Mm-hmm. So I do think that they're going to come back out and have a great offensive performance, but they can't stop anybody. Yeah. So I think that they're going to score. The other team's going to score, and you could easily take the over, but. Okay. I like
1: uh, New Orleans to win. Okay, New Orleans to win and cut with actually their three-point dog. I'm going to lean the other side. I like the over big time. I think it's going to fly over. Jameis Winston having a pretty damn good year, 20 for 30 last week, 280 and a touch. Um, I think they're going to score a lot of points in this game. So if you can get your Mike Evans in there, which you've got to start. I'm also thinking New Orleans – Running back Mark Ingram, Brandon Cooks, all those guys, it's going to be a shootout. But I like Tampa Bay to get it done at home minus the three.
0: That guy, Bright, Cameron. Cameron, yes. That guy tight has been in.
1: pretty money. He really has. Last week's numbers, six receptions, 86 yards, and a touchdown. Jameis Winston looks to him in the red zone, dude. he does. You know what I'm saying? In yeah. the red zone, it's going to break. So that you got him, right? I do. I've got him in two of my leagues, too, so he's a good acquisition uh, that we made during the year, um next up, Hank Washington at Philly, Washington, coming off that loss, and I was actually kind of surprised. I thought they would handle those Cardinals, man, they had every chance to cover this game. They're down one, some fluky ass play happens as they Cardinals break off a sixty yard play, and then they go down, so the number was three, covering it. all the Cardinals are going to run out the damn clock. Luke touchdown, 60 yards. Anyway, blew the number for me because I had the skins plus the three and a half, of course. Uh, This week, Washington traveling to Philadelphia. Skins minus one, total 47.
0: I like Philadelphia. Really? Yep. Why? I do, man. That, as much as a dumpster fire as they had, I don't think Washington is mentally prepared for the ups and downs of this, and I don't know if Cousins is either. So we're going to yeah. see what kind of mental toughness they have. True. I think Wentz is looking at this season like, hey, whatever we yeah, get, we get. True. We true. get. Yeah. So
1: I like Philadelphia in this position. That totals forty six and a half. Do you see them putting up some pretty good numbers in this for our fantasy listeners here?
0: I do. I think that they'll hit that over.
1: Yeah. Um, Deshaun Jackson, just in case you guys were curious So he was questionable last week He did play Didn't put up any great, great stats But I think he's a little bit healthier this week Against that Philadelphia defense Look to put him in a flex spot if you've got him I like Philadelphia at, at home too Washington, if they would have won last week would have. I'd be thinking a little bit different about them today But because of their loss And what Hank said about Cousins and the team I like Philadelphia at home And I'm going over the total 46 and a half <laughs> Next up, Jets at San... Should they even play this game? Jets at San Fran. Jets, after last night's performance, dude, just... San Francisco's going to win this game. They will. That number right now, San Francisco, is actually favored by two and a half. I don't think they've been favored all year long. They'll win. They'll win the game. The Jets have thrown in the towel. Revis looks like a shell of himself. You know, he doesn't even look like he wants to be on the... Maybe he's hurt or something. But I looked, wouldn't want to be out there. Yeah, he he looked terrible. They've also got... Bryce Petty starting his Ugh. this week for the New York Jets. So we're both going to take San Francisco minus the two and a half. And did you see what happened to Colin Kaepernick last week? No. Oh, so you mean when he got benched? He got benched. Yeah. And did the coach give a reason why, Chip Kelly, did he give a reason why they benched him? I don't think they did. I didn't hear one. I heard something about, and this didn't come from the coach, but they just came out there kind of flat, and Colin Kaepernick was very nonchalant, like, eh. eh. So, he said, sit on the bench, young man. We'll bring in Blaine Gabbert. (laughs) gosh. (laughs) Terrible.
0: Why would you do that? Terrible.
1: Um, We're both taking San Fran. I'm going to lean under four. Actually, Bryce Petty, he is slinging. I'm going to go over the total here because San Francisco's defense stinks, but the Jets stink worse. I'm going over the total. I think they get Double stinker. Four, double stinker. (laughs) 45 points for us in this game. Next up, Seattle at Green Bay. Green Bay on a roll. Seattle playing better, too. Seattle on the road at Lambeau. favored. At Lambeau, two-and-a-half, total 46.
0: Man, it's hard to go into that place favored. I'm going to take a home dog every time, yeah. especially with Lambeau Field, so I like I'm taking that. Green Bay.
1: I like Green Bay all day long, especially what I, after what I said about Earl Thomas. He's their safety, and I'm telling you, he's their defensive leader. Without him, I think Aaron Rodgers might have a pretty good day. I'm going over the total, and Green Bay plus the two-and-a-half Atlanta, L.A. Next up, Julio Jones probable for this game. I don't know if you watched the end of their game last week. He limped off the field. He had some type of ankle injury. Uh, Hopefully he'll be back and healthy against this Los Angeles Rams defense. Vegas has this number, Atlanta minus six, total 45.
0: They're going to get theirs. I'm taking Atlanta again. I I see that I'm betting on a lot of people that are giving points. Yes. But Atlanta continues to play well, and their running game is sick. Yeah. DeVonta Freeman last week could not be stopped. Yeah, he was pr- I mean, if yeah. you had Tevin Coleman last week, he wouldn't see in the field because you couldn't stop DeVonta Freeman. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going with Atlanta.
1: Um if you had a choice knowing what you know about fantasy quarterbacks here, Matt Ryan or Matt Stafford. You got Stafford going against the Chicago defense. You got Matt Ryan going going up against the LA defense. What would you rather have?
0: Stafford if he's got everybody back. You know, without Julio yeah. Jones, it kind of poses a problem for Matt Ryan a little yeah. bit.
1: Yeah, you know, but he is probable to play. Julio seems like he's always hurt.
0: If Julio's out there, I'm taking You're Matt taking Ryan. Matt Ryan? Yeah. Because they throw a lot in their backfield, you know, and if they're not using Riddick all that much, maybe yeah. they don't have the success.
1: True. Okay. I, I only reason to ask that, because I have that dilemma facing me this weekend, my playoffs, my Raleigh League, so it's going to be a tough choice, but I'm leaning Ryan as well. I'm going to take Atlanta minus the six, and I'm going to go over the total 45. Goff is actually moving the ball a little bit against that Patriots D last weekend. He put up virtually nothing. I think they scored ten, and one of their seven points was scored in the last eight seconds of the game, but maybe he does a little bit better against that Atlanta D. 8.30 game should be a good win. Dallas at the New York Giants. Dallas currently a favorite on the road of three points. The total 47.5. Hank, before you give us your pick, I, I heard something pretty interesting today. So, Eli, Odell Beckham called out the refs again. I don't know if you heard. He called out the refs. He said, if these, I don't want to play in the game if these refs are on the field when I'm out here, blah, 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 blah. So, Eli, this is the second time he's done this to Odell Beckham. He said, I think Odell should keep his mouth shut. You don't want to say anything bad about refs. Um, because you know, if it's a close call and the refs, they're supposed to be non-judgmental or non-biased, but you know, every, they're human, they're human. So they might remember, Oh, Odell Beckham called me out. This was passing or finish real close. I'm not going to blow my whistle kind of right. thing. Right. And so one of the media guys were, was talking about this on ESPN today. And they were like, why didn't why did Eli call him out to the media? He should have just gone to Odell Beckham to his face and say, dude, keep your mouth shut. That's what's best for you. An insider at the Giants in the locker room says nobody's allowed to talk to Odell Beckham.
0: That's ridiculous.
1: They said so. He's he's by himself in the locker room. No one is allowed to come up and have a conversation with him. What kind of bull is this? You know. So that's why now it makes more sense to me. Why? Because Eli has called him out before. Why he just didn't talk to him because they won't let anybody talk to them.
0: Right, because you know that's that's the way the sports world works is our team is our family, and when we have a problem, we deal with it in the locker room. Absolutely. And it's getting to the point where it's not handled that way with a player that either tweets something or puts something on Instagram or does something stupid like that that puts their whole team at jeopardy, and it lets the media or just general public in. On it, so that's ridiculous. Yes. I like him less as a player. Me too.
1: He's a spectacular athlete, a wonderful player, but as a teammate, I would, I would try to trade this dude. He's, think about what he's doing to your locker room. He's Owens
0: of our generation, yes, this right.
1: generation. Diva, diva, diva. Uh, who you like in this game, Hank?
0: Uh, I like Dallas. I think Dak Prescott's still playing well with that running game. Yep. It's sick. They're going to be covering. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. he's going to make a, some ridiculous idiotic move and kick somebody in the, <laughs> in the you know while they're in, on the field, so yeah. I'm done with them. Dallas is uh, going to whoop up on
1: them. I like Dallas too. I'm going to a little under 47 action, but I like Dallas minus the three. Um, Pro Bowl votes have been tallied. The leader so far with them yeah. I don't know if there's a week to go or whatever. there's give me the top five if you were to guess the top five Pro Bowl vote getter. This is voted on by the fans. Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl. Dak, number one. Actually, he's number two. So, who would you think number one is? Zeke is one. So Zeke one, Dak two. What's next?
0: My gosh, Um, Matt Ryan.
1: I thought he. I think he's number six, but I only have the top five.
0: Antonio Brown, number four. Uh, We've got what? Two more. Two more. Oh man, let's see here. David Johnson.
1: No. One of them is a quarterback that always is going to make the Pro Bowl.
0: Uh, is it uh, my man in Green Bay?
1: Nope. You would think that would Tom be. Tom Brady. Tom Brady's number yeah. three. Golly, I can't believe it. Yep, that's and the that. number five uh, is your quarterback from Oakland, Derek Carr. Wow. Yes. Can you believe that hype he's getting? Yeah. That's voted on by the, the world top five Pro Bowl get.
0: But three the, quarterbacks in the th- top three five. Three quarterbacks, yeah. Interesting, huh? That is interesting.
1: Um, All right, moving on. Baltimore at New England. This is the Monday night game. And so if your fantasy future depends on this game, let's see who you might have in here. Well, you could have a Brady. No Gronk because Gronk's out for the season. Now, this is
0: the question that I want to raise to you. I have a Cameron Brayton, but I also have a Martellus Bennett. There's no Gronk, and Martellus Bennett has done 27. He's done two or three weeks at around 20. But he's had... One week at zero, when he's played the entire game, he's had four weeks at two.
1: What has he done recently? Uh, Twos or zeros and twos?
0: Well, I'll tell you. It's funny because he's, okay, I'm going to tell you all the weeks, okay? So he's done 2.9, 22.9, 2.6, 16.4, 27.7, 7.3, 1, (laughs) 5.5 by 16.7, 1.9, 4.1, 1.4.
1: He said three weeks under five. Under five. This would be my advice here. You never know what Belichick's going to do. He is so unpredictable. He might run LeGarrette Blunt 30 times one week and run him four times the next week. He might throw DeMartellis Bennett 20 times this week, not even keep him in the block the next week. With my fantasy playoff hopes on the line, they're on the line, I'm going a little bit more low ceiling but higher floor. I'm going camera bright cuz he's going to give me his averages over the last couple of weeks. Okay, so we'll go from week 7.
0: 4.4, 9.7, 12.8, 17.9, 2.8, 6.9, 17.6.
1: It's a little bit more consistent though. A tad bit. You know, yeah. he's going to get you 10 where Martellus Bennett could get you 20, but Martellus Bennett could also give you a two quicker than Brate's going to give you a two.
0: And Brate is going to be playing New Orleans, who is Bingo. gross. Yes,
1: absolutely. And Tampa Bay's at home, so yes. I like that, That if that will help you, Hank. Let's go Cameron Brate in this situation. And let's also tell the listeners what we think about this game. New England opened as a nine-point favorite. It's been bet down to seven and a half, probably because of the Gronk info. Um, Baltimore playing – Pretty good ball right now. they got to have this win to keep pace with Pittsburgh. So the total is 45. The number 7.5 New England. I'm
0: taking New Orleans on a big stage. Monday night football. All the time, yep. so I'm taking them. I'll buy that seven down to six and a half and be happy.
1: Do you like that total at 45? Is that one go over the total? Does Tom Brady show out for all the football fans on a Monday night?
0: The question is: Is can Baltimore score? Uh, you know, to get you there. I mean, Tom's not going to take you to 44 by himself. You need, you know, you need mm-hmm. a touchdown, at least 10 points from Baltimore. Can they do that? That's the question.
1: Flacco threw three touchdowns and 350 yards last weekend, so it's doable, but. Not, maybe not against a New England defense, so we'll see. I like the over 45, and I'm going to lean New England at home minus the 7-2, Hank. Uh, should be a fun, fun week. Any special – oh, you're going to – can you watch games there? I'm sure they've got ESPN and stuff you're watching.
0: I'm sure yeah. we can, but, you know, Sunday we'll be back. Thursday <laughs> okay. night we'll probably want to watch. Maybe – I don't know. Maybe we won't watch. Um, but, uh, you know – I'm up for anything. Yes. You know, I'm sure we'll be able to uh, keep up with what's going on. I do have to make sure that I set my lineup before I get down there.
1: It's very important. Very important. Yes.
0: We need to have our commissioner go ahead and set that up, which I'm sure he is. On top of,
1: he's going on this trip too, isn't he? Oh, he's oh, on the wow. trip.
0: Mm-hmm. So don't you worry; we'll make sure we get it done.
1: Yes, good. Well, no
0: insider trading. <laughs>
1: well, buddy, I hope you have a great time. I hope you have a great weekend. Yep, thank Any you. Big plans for you? We have a couple soccer, I mean basketball games. We've got Christmas party season is starting, as we said before. So we've got two Saturday parties, and we're going to my first ugly Christmas sweater party. Oh. Friday night, so uh, I'll let you know how that goes. Do you already have a sweater? It's pretty funny. I told my mom that we were having this party, and my mom was like, oh, I've got some pretty nice sweaters. So she – I mean, I didn't want to embarrass her or anything, but these sweaters, these are Gross. things are hideous, right? And I was right. like, "Mom, these are perfect." Yes, because my mom will wear these just like normal, sure. normal, you know, everyday social stuff. functions. Yeah, they're not ugly Christmas sweater, but just a normal function. Right. Uh, so we borrowed a couple. The one that I've got, its sleeves are cut off, and it's got two big jingle balls right in your your boob area. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just thinking I'm going to wear it without a shirt underneath. <laughs> let th- go sleeveless. <laughs> I
0: think sleeveless would be the way to go. You know what's so funny is like you go to a Target or something like that right now, and they have these sweaters that are ugly sweaters and i was walking down uh aisle a couple of weeks ago lt's gonna appreciate me you know walking around uh target but um and i saw a sweater and it was it was very nice it was gray it had an abominable snowman on the left <laughs> side and all it said is I- i'm ready or no i think it's i'm yeti to party oh, oh really wow. rough yes. really rough but hey they're starting to bring those out more and more
1: oh would you wear one I'd rather have the sleeveless one. (laughs) Yes. So I'll take a picture of it and send it to you while y'all are in Mexico, my sleeveless Christmas sweater. And uh, as I mentioned, have a great time. I will see you next week, and hopefully we will both be victorious. Absolutely. Peace.
0: You've been listening to The Mesh